0: This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking all about living in the present. We're talking about why we struggle to live in the present. We're talking about the benefits and the drawbacks of really living in the present moment, and then going into a more concrete look at specifically what we can do to heal our relationship with time as usual i would love to know where in the world you are as you listen to this episode so take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on instagram at victoria Sardain. i would love to see enjoy welcome to the victoria sardine podcast where you'll discover actionable tools tips and tricks as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, today I am starting a little mini series all about time. It's going to be a three part series starting with this first episode, which is all about living in the present. So, we hear this a lot, right? And more and more, we hear this big movement towards living more in the present moment. Why is this something that we need to emphasize, that we need to kind of push forth, and we need to actually try do well it's because living in the present isn't necessarily something that comes really naturally to us it's something that we actually struggle with so why do we struggle to live in the present right we're in the present all we're suggesting is simply to live here and now why is that something that actually is quite difficult well as humans we can time travel with our mind so we can actually put ourselves in the same physiological state as a past event or as a future event simply by thinking about it. So for example, imagine that you're really dreading a big presentation and the more you think about it, you already feel that physiological response. Maybe simply just by thinking about the presentation, you feel your heart beating faster. Maybe your face flushing a little bit. You start feeling a bit hot, agitated, uncomfortable, and you're not doing the presentation. You're simply thinking about it and it's putting you back in that state. Or perhaps you're recalling a past event and maybe that event was a really happy one and you feel the same emotions come back up. Maybe it's a smile on your face, maybe it's a bit of an aching in your heart longing for a past event. So we're able to really time travel with our minds and simply by thinking about a past or future event, we're able to really put ourselves in a different physiological state which is incredible it's something that is uniquely human and something that i think we maybe don't appreciate enough or aren't grateful enough for because we're so focused on well we need to be more in the present which is ironic because we have this incredible magical power of being able to time travel with our minds yet we are trying to focus on the next best thing which is no Forget about that. What we should be doing is being more present. So that's kind of a brief of why we struggle to live in the present moment. I always think this is important to realize, to understand, just to have a little bit more gratitude for what it is that we do, what it is that we can do, instead of being constantly critical towards ourselves or blaming society for making us live too much in the past, the future, all of that. This is really just something that happens with our minds. It's something that is incredible. However, of course, naturally there is benefits to living more in the present as well. So let's look at a few of those benefits together. Now, first thing is that the present is really the only thing that exists, right? The past no longer exists the future does not exist yet. The only thing that is concretely real is the present moment. So that's why, of course, it's important to practice living as well in the present because if we spend our time living in the future, then we're living in a time that actually does not exist and similarly to if we're always living in the past. Second reason is that there's a really particular kind of peace in the present. So everything that comes with future thinking, or if you're the kind of person that finds yourself living a lot in the future, that tends to come with emotions of stress and anxiety, whereas living very much in the past tends to come with feelings of nostalgia and reminiscence. And that is because when we're either focused on the future or on the past, it's all on a basis of comparison. So let me explain that a little bit more. When we find ourselves living in the past and we get those emotions of nostalgia or reminiscence, what we're doing is we're comparing the past to the present. So we're bringing in a certain judgment there. We're thinking maybe things were better back then, things were easier back then, there were no restrictions, there was no COVID, there was none of all this stuff. It was an easier time and we might find ourselves really feeling that nostalgia and that reminiscence towards the past because we are comparing it to the future. There's also that sense of comparison when we think about living too much in the future. So if you're feeling incredibly anxious about, let's say, a job interview coming up, What you're actually anxious about is what that job interview means. Because what if you don't get the job and you find yourself incredibly disheartened? Or the actual job interview could have a really big impact on the future beyond the interview. So what you're doing is really comparing that future instance which is let's say the job interview to something beyond the future and what that will mean for the future beyond so there's once again this kind of sense of comparison the sense of judgment the sense of meaning that we pull towards experiences either in the past or in the future however there is none of that when we learn to live in the present in the present as i said there's this really particular type of piece where actually when we don't compare the present to the past or to the future there's really just here and now then all of a sudden sentiments of fear tend to go away so there's a theory in personal development psychology which says that all emotions either root from fear or from love and When we're able to move away from living either in the past or in the future, we're able to abolish the fear that we associate with that comparison that I gave as example before, and really find ourselves nestling in this place where there's nothing but here, there's nothing but now, and there's nothing but love. So a personal example would be a few years ago, I was on holiday in the Amalfi Coast, And we rented a Vespa and we were driving around from one little village to another along the narrow streets in the Amalfi Coast. And I was on the back of the Vespa and my boyfriend was driving it. And at the beginning, I felt incredible fear. So we were going down these tiny little windy roads with a giant cliff to my right, which was plummeting down into the ocean. And there was a big sense of fear there. the fear came from what if we fall what if we crash what if something happens right so in that moment what I was doing was associating what we were doing in the present moment to what could potentially happen in the future and making that judgment call making that comparison and that's where the fear was coming from and at one point I don't remember exactly why but something completely switched and I decided to completely let go and I let all the tension in my shoulders sink down and I let the tension in my face relax and all of a sudden I felt myself in incredible presence and I was no longer thinking about what might happen if around the bend there's a giant truck or if there's a puddle on the road and we slip or I don't know what but instead I decided to live just right then in the present moment and i remember in that moment this overwhelming sense of peace came over me and still to this day i remember that as a really incredible moment where i felt no fear and only love so that's just an example of how living either in the past or in the future can bring about these sentiments of fear and when we bring ourselves to living solely in the present then that fear will go away the third point i wanted to make about the importance of living in the present is that living in the present can really slow down time there is so much going on at every instant and time as such is something that we've built right so we've built clocks and we built ways to understand and frame time however time in in itself isn't a thing isn't an object it's nothing concrete right there's so much going on at one instant however what we do is that we measure our day in time instead of moments so an example that i really like to give Is when I was doing my yoga teacher training in India and we had our opening ceremony and during this opening ceremony we had a Shaman come and he did this entire very elaborate ceremony where he was throwing rice and milk and lighting incense and chanting and it was this whole big thing and it lasted Hours. I have no idea how long it lasted, but it felt like it was absolutely endless. And I remember noticing so clearly in that moment that all of us Westerners who had just shown up in India to start our yoga teacher training, who had flown in from big cities all over the world, flown in from Sydney and New York and Dubai and London, we were all incredibly restless. And we were watching this ceremony and we were all so agitated and you could tell simply by the fact that we were itching around we were wiggling our toes we were looking around looking at our watches and i don't even know what we felt restless for considering we had literally just gone to india and we had nothing else to do other than take part in the ceremony and then follow the rest of the program for the rest of the day which was completely out of our hands but we felt restless we felt in a rush and i remember noticing the difference between us having just shown up to start this yoga teacher training as compared to our yoga teachers who were simply sitting and watching and they also had no idea how long this was going to last but their outlook was completely different the way they saw it was really it'll last the amount of time that it lasts as long as the shaman wants to keep chanting He will keep chanting and maybe it'll be done in 10 minutes maybe it'll be done in two hours who knows but there's nothing else for us to do other than just sit here right now and watch and live in the present moment and i remember that so distinctly and that really anchored itself into my mind where i really noticed how restless we tend to feel and how much we genuinely struggle to simply sit and let time run its course and watch what is directly in front of us. Another example that I found really nice also in yoga teacher training was our yoga teacher was telling us a story about how a few years back one of his students had opened a yoga studio in Dubai and paid for him to come and teach at her yoga studio. So he took the plane for the very first time and went to the airport for the very first time and didn't exactly know how it worked. And he was explaining how he got there and he was just so fascinated by the planes taking off at landing. So he sat in front of the window and he started watching the planes taking off and landing absolutely fascinating fascinated by what was in front of him until they started calling emergency announcements on the speakerphone calling him to his plane because they were saying that he was going to miss his flight But he didn't necessarily realize the time was going by because he wasn't measuring his experience in time. He wasn't looking at the clock. He was simply looking at what was in front of him and soaking it all in. And I remember finding that such an interesting contrast as to how we tend to live our life. Something that they told us in yoga teacher training, which really stuck to me, was this idea of, instead of measuring your day in time in minutes and hours, really measuring your day in moments because there is so much going on around you at all times. There is more going on around you at all times than you could potentially even soak in. And what is five minutes on the clock? It's nothing. Yet if you were to look around at everything that happens around you within five minutes, it would be incredibly overwhelming. And of course, we can't simply sit and watch and take it all in, it would just be too much for our minds, right? There are times in which we need to kind of block out what's going on around us and focus on one thing ahead. However, we can slow down time by being incredibly aware of every small little moment, of every small little instance, of every small little experience. And I'm sure that you can relate when I say that I have certain moments that just stick in my head and it might be a moment that lasts a split second, but I have an image in my head and it's so deeply anchored. And these don't necessarily have to be with those big life-changing moments. You can also consciously decide to anchor in small moments here and there, to really slow down time. A personal example would be when we were children, my brother and I used to go spend two months every summer at my grandparents' house. And when we were there, we would do lots of different activities, one of which was playing tennis with my grandfather and i remember very clearly when we got a little bit older and i was quite conscious of the fact that this would probably be our last summer doing this kind of thing with them and i remember the last tennis game that we played with my grandfather that summer and i remember telling myself i was maybe 12 or 13 at the time but i really told myself remember every single moment of this game because it might be the last time you play with your grandfather and i remember how slowly that game went by because i really really made a conscious effort to notice everything every time i would glance over my grandfather and smile or every time i would hit the ball with my racket every single instance i was trying so hard to anchor in and i remember being astonished at how I managed to actually slow down that game so much and I really think that this is a practice that any of us can do at any time especially if you're the kind of person that feels like time is constantly running you by that you're constantly chasing after time and that it's just flying out from under you and you don't even know where the days and the weeks and the years are going this is a practice that can help you slow things down. So what i want to go through with you now is what can we really concretely do to live more in the present because as i said of course it's incredible that we can time travel with our minds however there's also a great discipline that comes with challenging our mind to leave the past and the present aside when needed and practice living a little bit more in the present the first thing we can do is of course meditation and i don't think that this is a surprise to anybody if you are the kind of person that has ever said my mind is too busy to meditate or it just doesn't work for me or i'm not good at it or i can't do it know that there's no right or wrong way to do it even if you're doing a meditation and the entire time you have monkey mind and you have thoughts going all over the place if you manage for just a split second during that meditation to try tell yourself, okay, clear your mind now. And maybe you don't quite manage and maybe there's still a few little thoughts here and there, but maybe there's a tiny little bit of silence between your thoughts. That's already a win. That's already practicing, regaining control of your mind. And it's not something that happens from one day to the next. And it's not necessarily something that you have to do every single day either. And I think that the way people see it is either they're bad at it or they need to practice every day to get better, but even doing it every once in a while is still better than nothing. Currently right now in July, I'm doing a daily meditation challenge on my Instagram where I'm hosting lots of live meditations throughout the week and inviting meditation experts into give sessions the live sessions are announced every week and they're also saved onto my igtv so i'll put a link in the show notes below so that you can re-watch any of those guided meditations if you wish however it's a really powerful practice that i do recommend practicing every once in a while in order to really practice living more in the present The second way is really practicing mindfulness and the difference between mindfulness and meditation is that with meditation we tend to focus a little bit more on clearing our mind and with mindfulness we tend to focus a little bit more on focusing on something in particular. So for example, you might find yourself practicing mindful eating. So when you're practicing mindful eating, you're extremely conscious of what you're eating, of chewing your food of the different flavors and the different spices and the different textures and what's going on in your mouth and swallowing your food consciously and how do you feel as you're eating, etc. And that's an important practice as well because a lot of us find ourselves, me included, gobbling our food down a little bit too fast and at the end maybe we don't even remember what we ate or how it tasted or don't even remember meal times when in reality it's something that first of all should be enjoyed And second of all, the way in which we eat actually has an incredibly huge impact on how we digest our food. So if we're eating more slowly and consciously, then we actually not only digest our food better, but we're able to assimilate all the vitamins and nutrients a lot more as well. Another example with mindfulness is mindful breathing. So anybody who's done any breathwork practices, being incredibly conscious of how your breathing feels. And once again, you might notice that these are all activities that we do without thinking, right? Breathing is something that is automatic. Breathing is not something that requires thought or effort. And thank God, because that would be incredibly exhausting if it did. However, practicing bringing more consciousness bringing more thought into it every once in a while to kind of challenge ourselves and to really say okay i know it's automatic but let's be aware of it for a second to just kind of remember to just notice and to just bring that mindful aspect back in another example is yoga nidra for anybody who's ever practice something similar yoga nidra is where you become really incredibly conscious of different parts of your body so during a yoga nidra session you're most of the time lying down and someone is guiding you through thinking about you know your left finger or your left toe and how does it feel and these are practices once again that we're not used to doing and it can be a little bit of a mental challenge but it can be also incredibly interesting incredibly powerful to practice and if you'd be interested in testing out a yoga nidra session i actually also have one on my igtv which i'll link in the show notes below as well another example of how we can live more in the present is simply by asking ourselves certain questions when we find ourselves really living either in the past or the future So if you find yourself reminiscing in your mind and going through a past event over and over and over again, maybe you don't even know how much time has passed because you've been essentially living in the past for the past 10 minutes as you've completely relived in a scenario which no longer exists, then practice bringing yourself back to now. And a really interesting way of doing this is simply looking around at your environment and maybe what you're looking around is your living room and maybe it's the same old living room you've always looked around at however can you challenge yourself to asking okay what's interesting here to notice you know oh maybe i never really noticed that the window isn't quite i don't know centered into the wall and it's a little bit more to the right or can you notice something new oh i didn't actually realize that the tree outside my window is now in bloom or can you notice something beautiful look outside and maybe see something that you wouldn't otherwise notice so really bringing attention to your environment being incredibly aware of your environment and practice noticing the little things around you that we so often overlook Another little exercise in order to bring yourself back into the present is doing a little internal check-in with yourself. So maybe asking yourself, okay, I know I've been maybe worrying about the future for the past 15 minutes. Let's now take a little internal check-in and ask myself, how do I feel right now? Do I feel any tension in my shoulders? Do I feel any tension in my jaw? how is my breathing feeling is it shallow is it deep how does i don't know the temperature in the room feel on my skin is there a little light breeze somewhere is it a little bit too hot am i comfortable right now how do my hips feel as i'm sitting in this chair asking yourself those questions to really bring yourself back to the present so with that last little recommendation i'm going to give you a little challenge for the coming week And that challenge is that every time you find yourself living too much in the future or living too much in the past, maybe getting caught in this mental time travel, then I want you to choose one of the questions that I mentioned. So either one of the questions relating to your environment, so asking, what's interesting around me? What's beautiful around me? What's new around me? Or one of the questions of the internal reflections, asking yourself, how do I feel? Where's my posture at? How's my body feeling? What's the temperature in the room like? Simply choosing one really simple question to ask yourself and ask yourself that when you find yourself living too much in the future, too much in the past, in order to bring yourself back in the present. And the more you can get in the habit of doing that, then the more you can control that mental time travel. As I said, of course, it's incredibly positive that we can travel with our minds. However, we don't want it to get the best of us. We don't want it to drag us down into this depressive reminiscence where we're brewing and brewing and brewing over the past and we can't seem to get ourselves out, nor do we want it to be constantly pulling us towards the future where we're endlessly stressing and worrying about things that no longer even yet exist we want to be able to get the best of living in the past best of living from the future but also get the best from living in the present so i hope that that was an interesting episode guys if this topic is something that's interesting for you first of all note that as i said this will be a three-part series this week we're talking all about living in the present next week we'll be talking about living in the future and the following week we'll be talking about living in the past so keep your eyes peeled on this podcast for those upcoming episodes. This is also a topic that we go into depth in in my Self Mastery Solution program, which is my 12 week group coaching program. And I have a new intake opening end of September enrollment is not yet open however i do have a wait list rolling so if you want to be the first to hear when the new enrollment opens for end of september then send me a quick message on instagram right now saying victoria tell me more i'll give you all the details and tell you where you can go to sign up for that waiting list in the meantime guys i'll see you next week for a brand new episode